When you're navigating the complicated world of real estate, you want someone you can trust holding your hand along the way. Here's just the right person and just the right program. It's the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Here's your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team, Dan Jemis. Good morning, everyone. 7.08 on this uh, chilly Sunday morning. The snow is back. Oh, not really. Well, kind of, sort of. Well, it was it's beautiful been, last night to watch it fall. It was. It's been like Caribbean weather around here <laughs> the last the last month. Pretty close. Uh, Courtney uh, Bondi and Kathy Talbot in studio with me today, and uh, we have our guest uh, Sean Moore from uh, Unconquered Sun that we'll get to uh, shortly as well. But uh, you guys have been busy the last uh, last little bit. Super busy. It's Lots great. going on. You've, yeah, you've been off for a couple of weeks from the show, haven't you? I have. This is my. Uh, I've missed the last two weeks, actually. So here I am, everybody. Good morning. The phone was ringing off the hook. Where's that Kathy Talbot? Oh, you're so <laughs> sweet. <laughs> That's not going to get me in here every Sunday, Dan. Oh, okay, well. No, actually, I love coming in. People know that. I tried. Uh, <laughs> so I got to tell you, I am super, super sore today. What'd you do now? Oh, you worked at Doobies. I, listen. Huh? Doobies Home Center out in Amherstburg, we... Uh, People, I'm sure by now know we bought the store uh, last January, and we're going through a huge transition there. Um, and again, our goal, and, and we bought the store in large part for our clients. They get they get benefits and Pay they it get uh, yeah yeah they get lots of discounts at Doobies. Uh, and it was Doobies flooring and decorating back when we bought it. And when I when I purchased it uh, January of 2016, we changed it to Doobies Home Center mm-hmm. with the point uh, with the goal was was to turn it into everything home related. It was flooring, paint, and window coverings back then, and now we're about three weeks away from the transition, and obviously flooring and paint and window coverings will always be a, a key focus of that business, but they had a whole other 5,000 square feet upstairs that was just sitting empty. Yes. We said, wait, wait a second. So we're in the process of uh, finalizing the renovations, and uh, we're bringing in cabinets and windows and doors and interior doors, trim, plumbing fixtures, so all your faucets, your sinks, your tubs, your all that kind of fun stuff, siding. Lighting, all kinds of things. Yeah, all kinds of things coming in there. So we're we're super excited, but at the same time, you know, Tim, who's been doing a lot of the renovations up there, because you know I'm busy with real estate and that kind of thing. Tim's been lots of uh, great help, and he's done the paint at this point, and everything is done except for the flooring. It's our last our last step, and being a flooring store, our guys are all super busy with clients, and clients come first, obviously. So they're installing our clients' flooring. They don't have time to install ours. So here we are. Dan has to put his hat on, his construction hat. Did you volunteer or did they uh, wheedle you into it? What what happened was Corey and Tim said, because we were were getting, you know, um, dates back from our, our tiling guys and they were like a month out. Like a month out, we want to be open. Oh, that'll that'll never work with Dan, <laughs> no. right, Courtney? Should have been done yesterday. Yes, exactly. Our clients are come first, obviously. They got to install them first, so we don't want to, you know. Um, you know, change their schedules. So I said, okay, the heck with this. <laughs> We're going to attempt to install the tile ourselves. It'll be a piece of cake. <laughs> we have three kitchen displays, three bathrooms. So how hard could it be? Well, the good news is it wasn't, you know, it's not, not the most difficult thing. Corey on our team knows what he's doing. Tim and I. I said, well, watch a couple YouTube videos. How hard can it be? <laughs> so oh, one of those handyman specials. Yeah. So we started yesterday and uh, we got through two of the kitchens and... I got to say, it's easier than I expected, Oh, but it's time consuming and my knees hurt. My back hurts. Yeah. It's brutal. How long were you there? 
Uh, well, I got there a bit late because we had the kids swimming. Because he was hoping I it said, would be guys, done. Guys, I'll, I'll be there when I get there. And uh, I got there, I don't know, around 11 o'clock. We were there till about 5.30. Well, that's... We got two kitchens that's done. That's still quite a while on your... So they're back there today, this morning. Excellent. But I'm on the air, what can I say? Yeah, you know, I have to recover from being on the air, so I'll be there around 2. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'll, I'll probably get there around 9.30, 10. Good. I have an appointment after this. So will it be done today? Office. No. Oh. <laughs> no, it won't be done today. It'll no. be close. We'll be All the kitchens will be done, maybe one of the bathrooms, but... We'll probably have some more next weekend too. Hmm. What do you do? You well, know? that's good. It's it's fun. It's a learning experience, and uh, you know, now I can go and tile my own floor somewhere if I wanted to. I really wouldn't. Be careful. <clears throat> yeah, but <laughs> um, so it's been a record-breaking month uh, in January. Yeah. For both the team and uh, for my sleep pattern, <laughs> I've uh, I've been. Everybody knows that I'm at the office by 5 a.m. People cringe. Because I just, I know, our guest in the studio, Mary Ellen's cringing too. I'm at the office by 5 a.m. every morning during the weekday. Um, I get so much done, right? Yeah, nobody bothers you at that no. time. Like, I don't have Kathy calling me every three seconds to say hello. I know, gosh. You should have seen him yesterday, Court. Or no, even Friday. He was having his lunch in the office and both his doors are closed <laughs> when he has lunch, yeah, right? you know when Dan's having lunch. Yeah. So Lisa said, he's in there, go ahead. I went, oh. <laughs> okay, tap, 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 tap. Yes. <laughs> what? Yeah. So I went in. I'm sorry to bother your lunch. <sighs> it's all right. <laughs> I did it three times in one lunch. Poor guy. It's my. It's my. He's still hungry. It's my Kat. 20 minutes to catch up on my news. I'm a news junkie, so I like to you know watch my uh, videos and catch up on my news. But uh, yeah, so I'm at the office by 5 a.m. But I'm usually sleeping because Nick and I are we're a little lame that way because we've got three young kids, you know. Sophie's nine months now and three and five years old. They go to bed at seven o'clock, so we're usually not far behind them. Oh my <laughs> but... God, that's hilarious. Quarter <laughs> after seven, they're in bed. And... But seriously, we're usually like oftentimes laying in bed on our iPads or whatever by nine o'clock. I, that's, that's, you know. Well, that's not too bad. I'm, I'm usually sleeping by 10. waking up at five, right? Yeah. Yeah, because if you text him anytime after nine, he won't oh, answer you. Oh, it's done. You. No, because my he phone's in the kitchen. He won't answer I don't you. keep my phone next to me. Are you kidding me? I'd never sleep. Oh, now I know how to reach you. Who, my wife? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nick's phone. I have the inside scoop. <laughs> and uh, and so, but this week, we were so, I was so dead to the world. I'm sorry, I keep slamming my pen on the table. We were so dead to the world that I was literally sleeping by 7.45, 8 o'clock. Oh my like, God. zonked out. But, you know, you get some nice good sleep and next I guess, thing you know. I guess. I could never go to bed that early. I'd be up at 3. Really? Yeah. There you see me in the in the office uh, as people drive by. I'm sure they must think I'm nuts because we have I have large windows from the road in my office, and uh, at, in the morning or at night when it's dark, you can see right through. There's there's um, we have the the signs on the window that you can see through at night, and in the day you can't. And uh, I'm sure people must drive by and see me dancing with my music blaring in the office, <laughs> doing the uh, moonwalk. <gasps> With uh, Michael Jackson or whatever I'm blaring my music to. But. Well, all I have to do is uh, go check out your Google guy and it'll show me what you've been doing. Oh, my uh, my home, my Google home. Yes. Uh, hey, Google, what's Dan been doing? <laughs> Just listening to everything I'm doing, obviously. But so there you have it. So I think, what do you guys say? Do we take a break and let's come back and tell people about our news? Yes, let's. We've got some news. Very exciting. Some the Dan Jones team news. always has news. Yes. But... 
We're always up to something. Always, always up to something. Something's always, always stirring, always, you know, always thinking ahead, always planning. And it's not Gemma's Homes. That's already been announced. That's right. It's not Doobies. That's been announced. Yeah. More news. Let's take a break. And when we come back, let's uh, let's tell people all about it. Okay. okay. Lots more to come right here on the Dan Gemma's Real Estate Show. You're in the right place for the best real estate advice in Windsor, Essex. It's the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Back to the show with your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, okay, so again, Kathy Talbot and Courtney Bondi in studio with me today. And uh, later on in the uh, in the show, actually, just coming up in a few minutes, we have uh, Sean Moore, the founder and director of sales and operation at Unconquered. Sun Solar Technologies. That'll be. Uh, we'll be chatting about uh, solar power, and I'm. Uh, I'm very excited to talk about that. So we'll talk mm-hmm. with Sean uh, in just a few minutes. But in the meantime, we have an announcement to make. Mm-hmm. So some of you may know that uh, in the last three years, the Dan Gemma's team has um, had a massively huge charity um, yard sale, an indoor charity yard sale. A huge success. Uh, it turned out what we started with what it was a small little idea that we had, mm-hmm. and it kind of exploded. Did it ever? <laughs> um, and you know, let's just have a charity yard sale. Let's get some stuff from our clients, and you know, next thing you know, the first year I think we raised about five thousand dollars. Yes. Second year was about eight thousand dollars. Yes. Uh, and last year we raised I think just over eleven thousand dollars at this charity yard sale, and. We had to change locations because we ended up in a massively huge warehouse and yeah. it was jammed full. Um, a tractor, a 50 whatever foot tractor trailer jammed from yeah. like all organized boxes um, from the floor to the ceiling, from the back to the front. Yeah. Front it to was, the back. It was incredible. People lined up <clears throat> be an hour before yes. the yard sale even opened and it was just incredible. I loved it. It was It's a, a very blast. fun event. Eh? Yes. But kudos must be sent out to Lisa, Joyce, and Andrew for the amount of work that yes. so that everyone on the team could keep selling to the amount of work that they did to organize and organize and, and go, uh, well, go back things. and reorganize. And that's where we get to our announcement. And, and that's a great point, Corey, because people didn't see because they saw that day right the yes. day of the yard sale it was great you go and you you shop and it's a warehouse full of stuff and super fun uh but what they didn't see were the hundreds yes. and hundreds hours. of yeah. man hours uh and you know lisa joyce andrew picking up um you know donations three days a week for mm-hmm. months in advance yeah um and it just got to be too big literally we it got too big for us yeah um, so we said, okay, what can we do? Because we still like to raise money for charity. So what can the Dan Gemma's team do uh, to continue that, you know, that that way of doing things and, and to raise more money for charity? So we said, okay, what kind of things can we do? The gala was was a big thing, but there's so many, you know, typical galas out there. And, and T2BU, I think they had theirs last night. Yes. It's an amazing event. And they do such a great job at it. Um, and there's the hospice gala and there's lots of guys who said, okay, well, you know, it's a great idea, but how do we do it differently? Cause the Dan Gemma's team always wants to do things differently. So we came up with our event. Yeah. It is called country at heart. Mm-hmm. It's going to be held this year on April 22nd at Sprucewood winery. And basically it's our take on a gala, but because I hate dressing up so much, we said the heck with it. We're not dressing up. 
Yep. We're dressing down. We're dressing yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> so it's country at heart. It's the idea. It's kind of a big hoedown type event. And so yeah. show up in your cowboy boots and your jeans yep. and your cowboy hats. Uh, you know, and um, we basically have um, uh, a large um, barbecue grill yep. coming from out of town. It's like a 30 something foot barbecue grill. They'll be serving chicken and ribs, ribs. Um, baked potato bar. There's going to be a s'mores bar for dessert, a candy table, um, all kinds of, you know, just fun stuff like that. And um, music. Got some um, great music. Yeah. Uh, the headliners, um, um, Ashley Lynn and the Spurs. Uh, and then there's uh, some more just country music. Lots of great uh, fun time. Just lots of relaxed yeah, I was music. just going to say, just a laid-back, fun party. Fun party. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We're going to keep the, um, you know, the formal, the formalities to the other galas, and we're just going to have, have fun. fun. <laughs> That's Do right. Do some line dancing. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if we can get uh, oh, oh, Kath on the floor. I used to love to line dance. <laughs> you can lead oh, it, I Kath. haven't done that for years. I'll practice it up. There you go. <laughs> lead we, the way. Uh, <laughs> so we... We released the uh, the sponsorship packages for the uh, for the for the corporate uh, sponsors this past week. That's going great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find information if you are a, a company at uh, countryatheart.ca. Countryatheart.ca has the sponsorship packages there. Uh, we're expecting a very quick sellout mm-hmm. at Sprucewood. Uh, the tickets will go on sale uh, to the general public probably in a couple weeks, uh, and we are expecting it to sell out in a couple days. So. Uh, from just the the hype that we've had uh, so far, so it's lots of uh, lots of great fun. We're excited about it, but it should be different. Yeah, it's right. Be, it's gonna be great. Number one of many. Yeah. Number one of many. The first you annual. Start somewhere, right? First annual. Yeah. Well, and again, our goal was to was to do something yearly, right? Because we yes. want to we want to have a tradition. We want to be able to do it yearly. Um, and the yard sale was again a great event, but it was just so time consuming. Yeah. Um, but man, the 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 donations we received for that yard sale. Every year there were people that would literally um, have an estate sale or, you know, have a house full of stuff. Yes. And we would fill, you know, a quarter of the, of the trailer with just a few houses. Yeah, people are still asking us if we're going to do it again. That's but. why we had to we had to announce it at some point because people are, are asking us nonstop. Yeah. But, uh, yes, so we hope to have everyone's support with this uh, this huge event and it'll be uh, it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. We're excited for it, but uh, yeah, what uh, what's that, Mary Ellen? Oh, the, the pro. Hello, I guess it's a great question. Just <laughs> the gonna, proceeds. I was just going to say, are you I, mentioning that, Dan? Yes, I'm sorry, I forgot. That's that's we got so wrapped up in the rest of the discussion. So the proceeds for the event are going to the ICU department. Yes. At at the uh, at uh, Windsor Regional. So uh, so my wife Nikki uh, works uh, as a nurse as well in the ICU department. She's on mat leave right now. Uh, but they're always in a massive need for equipment and mm-hmm. uh, and upgrades there. Yeah, it's and a great so cause. We were trying to find um, you know a cause that uh, touches a lot of people, and the IC department is obviously one of those causes. And uh, so yes, so the money being raised is going to the ICU department at Windsor Regional uh, Hospital. Yes, thank you, Mary Ellen. That's hello. That's uh, yeah. That's that's a big one. So again, we're uh, and it's just tough because again the the yard sale the last few years. We were choosing a different charity uh, yes, every, every year, year. Yep. and people, um, you know, were, were, were bringing us ideas with, with different charities, and that's that's always uh, 
uh, great to have that involvement as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this year we're going with uh, with the ICU department at uh, to Windsor Regional Hospital. So lots of great things happening out there and uh, lots of hardworking uh, nurses and doctors and staff and porters and everybody. Everybody works yeah, hard. You never know if you're going to need that department yeah. in Telling your lifetime. You. So. And, uh, you know, kudos to every single uh, employee at the hospital because they do a lot of great things with um, not enough resources, you know. And I know uh, Dave Mouche is always talking about, uh, you know, the funding lack thereof. And uh, we see it. We're we're seeing the the lack of funding and uh, it's definitely affecting everybody. So uh, kudos to them for the the help and, and doing what they can with what they have. Yeah. Yep, and contact any one of us or go to our website or whatever if you want any information. And yes. If you want to know how you can uh, join us. And- yes, for that event. And uh, the tickets to the public will be $85. Mm-hmm. And so, again, we were trying to find a way. Um, a lot of the, the galas are, you know, $125, $150 per ticket. We wanted to keep the ticket price down, um, you know, and there'll be some some games and some ways to raise money that night as well. Uh, we have a lot of fun ideas. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. you know, kudos to uh, to Nikki and uh, to Lisa in our office for um, uh, doing a, lo- a lot of the organization of this uh, this event yeah. with all of us busy doing other things. And we're all trying to pitch in as much as we can, but they've really taken uh, this uh, bull by the horns and it should be uh, it should be a fun time. So let's, um, Chris, let, let's, let's pop some commercials into this half hour so we have more time in the next if we can. And uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking all about solar power solar energies uh solar panels on residential roofs mm-hmm. it's one of those things we've sold a couple of houses in the last year with yeah. uh, with solar panels yeah. people, so people said, do still, not yeah. know people don't yeah. know they don't no. know about them so uh we've got sean uh, in from unconquered sun he's going to tell us all about them and the benefits and uh how you can uh you know make some money off of uh solar power on your roof if it's just sitting there okay lots more to come right here on the dan jemis real estate show Welcome back to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. For more details on today's guests and show topics, or to listen to past shows, visit the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team website at danjemis.com. Welcome back to the show, 733, uh, this Sunday morning. Now, it is time to talk about solar. And to do that, we have Sean Moore, founder and director of sales and operation at Unconquered Sun Solar Technologies. Good morning, Sean. How are you? Good morning, Dan. Thanks for having me on. Of course. Great to have you. So, solar energy. Yes. It's where it's headed. Mm. I uh, I follow news, lots of it, and uh, I, I can't say that I've seen in the last years as much talk about the future of solar as I have in sure. the last couple months. Sure. It really is headed that way, isn't it? Yeah, you know, it really feels like the momentum of history is uh, behind solar. Uh, you know, pretty soon in the next year or so, probably 2018, uh, mid mid 2018 is going to really achieve parity with regular electricity. So the costs have been coming down and down wow. and down. Uh, you know, and, and really once that you hit that mark, I mean, you're already I think uh, in the United States just in 2016. All the data's come in, and renewable energy starts. There were more renewable energy starts than any fossil yes. fuel, yeah, in the entire continental United States. So, um, it's so really what, what's causing um, that shift. Uh, well, you know, you're seeing that even with the price per barrel of oil coming down, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and actually some of the lowest rates it's been in in the last 20 years or so, uh, you know, renewable energy starts continue to increase. In fact. Uh, solar is the fastest growing sector of the energy sector, which is the fastest growing if you look at any NASDAQ or any of the composites and uh, in terms of the 
uh, value of people's shares in these different companies and, 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 and which is growing at 40%. So I think, uh, like I said before, the momentum of history is truly behind renewable energy, solar in particular, and I don't think you're going to stop see that end anytime soon. No doubt. And so, you know, many people know of the feed-in tariff. Yes. Why don't you tell those that don't, what exactly is it? Sure. So the feed-in tariff is just, uh, you know, it, it's simply a program by which you get paid an above-board rate uh, for the renewable electricity that you produce with the solar system on your roof. So in terms of retrofit, if you don't have solar on your home, uh, you know, give us a call. We come in and, uh, you know, we'll put solar on your roof. And uh, right now we're seeing in, in, in uh, the Windsor and Essex area, the average rooftop right now under the current feed-in tariff contract rate, uh, people are earning about approximately $500 a month, uh, each and every month on average, and that's uh, over a 20-year period. Uh, we quote our systems in terms of 40 years because really after the 20 years is, is done and you're finished getting your system, getting paid every month, uh, you can simply... Uh, swap out your meters and, and net meter with the same system, which just means it, it, it runs your electricity meter backwards all day long and yes. you just eliminates your electricity bill. So, uh, you know, it's really a, it's, it's just pretty much a no brainer. The average uh, annual rate of return on a system is about uh, 14%. Uh, yeah, annually, and that's each and every year. From so I'm just running, I'm running the math on my calculator here. So really, 500 bucks a month times 12, uh, 12, 12 months times 20 years, you're looking at $120,000 yep. in revenue for a, Forty thousand dollar, sure, exactly. Uh, expenditure, yeah, right. Oh yeah, yeah. And and the great thing is your cash positive. So like many other investments, like an RSP or something like that, you got to wait years and years and years to take your money out. But this, uh, your cash positive, the very first month you're connected. Uh, we offer you know six months with no payments, no interest. So usually people put about three thousand dollars in their pocket, twenty five hundred, three thousand dollars in their pocket. Then they start making, uh, you know, financing their system and even then it's a self-servicing loan so the money you're you're making from the solar panel really pays for your payment and and then some anyway so you know you're a little further ahead maybe 100 bucks ahead that you were last month uh, when did this start uh, the feed and tariff is that like uh it was ratified so the i think the legislature ratified it uh, it was actually the green energy act so that would have been 2007 2008 so back then it paid Huge, and it wasn't eighty yeah. eighty cents. Uh, so yeah, when it first started, it was wow. eighty point two cents per kilowatt hour. So, I mean, a lot of it, a lot of our clients were my clients back then were uh, agricultural farmer. I, there's a lot of people getting you know eleven hundred dollars a month. Wow, uh, twelve hundred dollars a month for their, uh, you know, their electricity. Wonder why our electricity bills are so high. Uh, uh, well, yeah. Different topic. Okay. <laughs> so now it's gone down to twenty. Yeah, right now it's about uh, it's twenty eight eight. Um, so, you know, it's huh. definitely a more, and you know, uh, it's interesting that you say that about, but, but renewable energy, people really have to keep in perspective. I think it's about two or 3% of the entire energy budget for the next 50 oh, years. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. The nuclear uh, facility is really, uh, Darlington and so on and so forth are really expensive price tags. Um, but yeah, it's about, uh, it's 28.8. So it's about uh, three times the commodity rate of electricity right now. Uh, and then that's what they're willing to pay for clean, renewable electricity. And, you know, it's actually worked. The feed-in tariff program, for all its criticism, has really worked well. They've shut down all the coal-fired generation yes. in Ontario. There is yep. no more yep. coal-fired generation. Our company alone is probably responsible for shutting down all three coal-fired plants. Uh, and now, you know, you're on to just nuke and natural gas in the province of Ontario, which is better for the environment sure and your kids, 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 and all the rest of it. So let's talk about uh, then anyone listening who is sure. thinking of putting these panels on their roofs. Sure. What is the first step? Uh, the first step is, uh, you know, just give us a call. You can find us online or, uh, you know, on the web. one sun for pay is our catchy little uh, 
mm. number that you can call. And Do you, you know, have a jingle? We, you should have yeah. a jingle. <laughs> yeah. And we just, if you're local, we'll uh, simply go on. GIS has great, uh, you know, um, aerial photography that we engineer a lot of systems from or google earth if we had to but we'll we'll generally do an entire rendition of your home it's all free by the way it's a 250 dollars value for free it's an eight page document we do a financial analysis of your home exactly how much money and and these numbers uh dan are, are so precise they're engineered off of nasa data over the last 40 years of exactly how much sunlight hits the earth at our 41 degrees latitude and uh that we are here in Windsor, area Ontario, and then we know exactly how much these panels produce. So we can get with you within a couple dollars and cents of which wow. you'll make every, each and every month. Sure. Uh, so you know how much you're making, you know how much you're paying, you can see the investment. And by the way, 14%, it opaces any uh, investment you can make other no, than real estate. No kidding. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it really, really, really does. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it, uh, and by the way, it's guaranteed. The sun comes out every day. Um, you know, and, and it's a very, very low risk, you know? So, uh, and in terms of the homes, I mean, people, a lot of what we do get is, uh, you know, people are, you know, kind of on the cycle where it might be four or, or seven years really where, where somebody resells their home. And uh, it's important to keep in mind that, that these contracts, once you have solar on your roof, that that is fully assignable to whoever purchases your home with no reduction in the rate whatsoever. Yep. Uh, so, so what we see is, you're going to see a lot more of these homes. Probably you're going to you're going to be selling a lot more of these homes. I I, I would I would better seeing a lot more. We've we've sold a couple in the last few months. Yeah, uh, with solar panels. So yeah, it, it's, it's great happening. with if a, for a buyer, you know, to see the benefit where the way that we describe it at On Concord Sun, anyways, this is this is a month that comes with a monthly revenue stream. It's like having a you know a mother-in-law suite without the mother-in-law, right? Sure. With no no tenant. <laughs> that's, pretty... that's a good spin. Wow. I like that. Yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. So that's what they're buying into. They're buying into a, a revenue stream. So if they can have access to mortgage money, which is traditionally quite you know the interest rates are are are, are, are last a little while have been quite low uh, for a modest increase in their monthly payment, they're, they're going to get. Right now, a five hundred dollar revenue stream, or for homes that were built or had solar put on them a couple of years ago, that might be six or seven hundred dollars sure, a month. Sure. Uh, so I think it's a good selling feature in terms of which house do I buy the house without the money coming in, or the house with the money coming in. Um, so I think it's and and then of course I would encourage anyone that had solar on their roof to to try and maybe capture that in 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 the pitch and maybe and, and get them get them additional money for their home. So uh, on a monthly basis, you get a check from. Who from the government? You do uh, well. No, the really from cool thing is well, it does. It so yeah. That's another important thing. That so the check actually, believe it or not, people really like this. It won't bounce from right? your from your utility. So it's oh, okay. Enwin or or uh, S six power yep. in your case. Uh, yep. A lot of the Amherstburg stuff is S six power. So yeah, you're getting a check instead of paying. You're getting a check from the from uh, from your utility. It actually comes from uh, what's called the independent electricity system operator, uh, which is not to be confused with any government because it it bridges all. The election cycles it's never going to change your contract is your contract for 20 years they can't reduce your rate and they can't uh breach your contract in any way so it's not affiliated with a you know a liberal government or a conservative government or anything like that it's actually called the independent electricity system operator which the money comes routed through your utility and to your home or okay. actually direct deposited into your bank account that's nice of them yeah huh. do they charge for that uh, <laughs> <laughs> um okay um now the feed-in tariff. Now, we've mm. talked about this uh, off the air a little bit. There is talk of it going away soon, hmm? right? Yeah. Uh, you know, I think since, uh, since, like I said, since I founded the company, there's always every year has been that talk. Yeah. 
uh, I, I see it. It I, I it's kind of a, a place where it has to get, and I think it's getting there with the the prices coming down on yeah. on, on the cost of a solar system. Um, so, really, what we're gonna see probably, and I would guess it'd be 2018, 2019. Uh, you know, the above board rate. Will, will probably go away. I understand they're going to place uh, any solar installations in with a conservation portfolio and the independent electricity system operator. So there will be a lot of incentivization in terms of rebates on the price. Uh, you know, you think of the bulbs you put in your home and there, 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 there will be, you know, more, there will be incentivization still on the regulatory side. Uh, but what we're really going to see is, is prices are coming down so much where we're going to hit that barrier. If you look at all the data, and this is Ontario Energy Board data or, uh, uh, basically, data from across the country. The average household family of four in uh, in in Canada uses about, and the highest estimates are about twelve thousand uh, kilowatt hours, and that's annually. Okay. Uh, now, a solar system on your roof produces about sixteen thousand. So, what they're trying to do is they're trying to go towards a net metered system, which is <clears throat> you just simply put this up on your roof and it runs your electricity backwards. And guess what? If the price per month is less. And what your electricity you bill is, guess what? Yeah. yeah, pretty soon your your system's paid off, and you just don't have an electricity bill on that on that property ever again. So whoever buys that property after that has no electricity bill, and so on and so forth, and continues on and on in perpetuity forever. Right? Does that make sense, Kath? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, that's cool. It's, you know, so it's, it's solar was always meant to do just that free electricity to eliminate your electricity. So bill. it's kind of like being off the grid, but you're still on it the is. grid. Yeah, you are. That's actually a great point. Uh, yeah, the grid is. So we have a, in Ontario, we have these thousands and hundreds of thousands of kilometers of electrical line and connecting everybody. And we call that the grid. And uh, that's really a giant battery. There's no need for battery storage. You just simply export the electricity out to the grid, and then you bring it back in when you need it. And otherwise, it just goes down the street to somebody else's home, and they turn on their toaster and so on and so forth. And that's the uh, the engineering behind uh, electricity. That was actually one of my questions for the interview was regarding backup batteries. Uh, you know, like yeah. the power walls or from, you know, from Tesla or whatever. It, yeah. There's really no need for them. If we, the yeah, we don't uh, go there be- generally in our, uh, just because the additional cost of the batteries is, is, so right now it just makes, it's just starting to make sense to people to buy a system to eliminate their electricity bill. Sure. Uh, you know, where the price point is. So when you add batteries into that, you know, you're, you're really beyond where I think it's palatable to most people. So if you can get people, you try to segue that conversation into, well, you already got the battery there. And really from an environmental standpoint, batteries are bad for the environment and you really kind of have to replace them. Even the lithium ion stuff does have to be replaced. Sure. It's a 10 year cycle. Uh, so, so, so just economically, uh, we try, you know, we try to use the grid as much as possible because it just makes more sense to the consumer. You were talking, um, a little about, Virtual solar metering or net mm, metering? Yes. Yeah, tell, yeah. tell us about that. Well, one of the Pretty really, cool really exciting regulatory changes that we're hoping for, and we're actually looking towards a pilot to prove this to the independent electricity, uh, electricity system operator, uh, virtual uh, metering, and or, or rather aggregate net metering, what that, that would mean if they bring that change in, which it looks like it is imminent, is you uh, might not even have to have solar on your home, on your p- individual roof, uh, to take advantage of, of, of net metering. So 
what that means is we could put a field in or we could or even better yet we could just find unused roof space on maybe a factory somewhere we could install a large uh, solar system and you could buy 10 kilowatts out of that because you know a lot of people don't like the curb appeal of solar or they don't uh, not only that but some people are constrained so there are some areas uh, you know when you look at Maidstone and McGregor and in between kind of where we are where they actually can't connect to the grid at their location what this would mean is this would mean your connection would be at a remote location you would just simply have a virtual meter online which ran backwards according to what your your chunk of the system made uh, you know wherever that may be geographical location that might be so it solves a lot of problems for people and not just that if your roof isn't facing the right direction I was exactly just gonna ask this, that. this, that's yeah. brilliant actually that you brought that up and so you can picture it like almost like buying plots in a cemetery yeah. sort of but you buy your chunk of 10 yeah. kilowatts it eliminates your electricity bill uh, on that home forever and it's it's virtually meter so it, it's a common sense direction that the that the independent electricity system operators is really moving towards. And uh, we see that as a, an exciting, another uh, kind of aha moment in the solar industry where it just booms wow. again. Yeah. Unbelievable. If someone is looking at building a home in the coming years, what should they do to prep as, uh, as this becomes more of a thing? Yeah. You know, I would say that anybody who's building a home you want to take advantage of the feed-in tariff while it lasts. It, it really is still, even right now, it's an above-board rate. It's the three times the commodity rate of electricity. So, you know, your 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 rate of return is that much better than just simply net metering. Now, simply net metering by rule of thumb, electricity bills, and if you look at the last 10 years of data from the Ontario Energy Board, have gone up about eight, uh, between eight, conservatively eight and nine percent every single year. So. Just on, on on the pure merits of naked net metering, you're you're really making about eight percent on your money. You know, if you invest in a system, uh, feed in tariff, like I say, it's it's still the. I mean, just from an investment perspective, it's you know thirteen fourteen percent. So, if you can get in with a contract, you're still a lot better off. You're gonna make money. Uh, you know, my my uh, versus just eliminating your you know insulating yourself against future yep. electricity rate increases, yeah. right? Um. So I would say if you can take advantage of that, you can definitely do that when you make a new home build. A new home build, so you don't necessarily, people, a big fallacy out there is it has to be due south and 35 degree pitch on your roof and all that. Uh, and it really isn't. Uh, south or southwest and even uh, east, uh, the difference from south to east is over 20 year period is really negligible. I mean, you're talking, if you want to talk in dollars and cents, you're may, maybe talking like $10,000 uh, um uh, the production that, that you get is really not that different. We've done lots of installations and all the data. It's not that crazy. So people get hung up on the do so thing a lot, and really the azimuth isn't that uh, you know critical to energy production. Um, so I wouldn't worry too much about that. And again, you'll be able to tell someone once oh, yeah, you do yeah. your. Oh yeah, and uh, you your know if planning. you have a if you even have an idea of what your house is going to look like or, or drawings are great. Uh, but we can do a quick CAD rendition. Like I say, it's all free. We don't charge anybody for the analysis on their home. It's a great document to have. You can actually take this to your bank or your accountant or whoever. Uh, you know, banks, uh, since this is a self-servicing loan, a lot of times they do take that into consideration. Uh, we're going to see that evaluation done soon, hopefully, on the insurance side sure. with new new home buyers with solar on their homes. I'm sure you're, you're going to see that as an imminent change with all the solar out there yeah. being bought and sold. Yeah, yeah. So. so I guess my last question to you is where... Do you see this going in the future? Where do you see solar going in the future? Well, I, I think, you know, it's it's hit a tipping point um, where, I mean, even in 2016 last year, now the data is in the United States, and this is the United States, Europe, it's, it's I mean, Germany has like six 
I don't even know how many gigawatts under glass they already have. Uh, Germany, by the way, is, is uh, their uh, gasoline, internal combustion engines are going to be outlawed by 2030. Wow. Yeah, they're so aggressive over there. Years, yeah. And uh, uh, the whole entire country is going to be powered by renewables. Um but last year in the continental U.S. was the first year that, uh, you know, renewable energy solar actually outpaced uh, natural gas and all the rest of it in terms of starts on energy production. So I think that with the parity that you're seeing now with electricity prices, um, there's just it just makes so much more sense that there's really uh, no sense in, in, in engineering fact to mine crude oil off the coast, bring it in, refine it and push it down a thousand kilometers to someone's toaster when you can simply put solar on someone's roof it's right there it's accessible and uh it's going to cost less fantastic very interesting yeah. interesting stuff any That's, other uh, questions ladies no no we got we got them all sean yeah. good job uh and listen we're going to be in touch yeah i might even send you some plans very some cool. house plans very cool <laughs> <laughs> That's sean moore founder director of sales and operation at unconquered sun solar technologies Thank you for coming in, Sean. Thanks, Dan. Thanks for let's, having uh, me. Let's take a break. We'll wrap up the show and uh, talk about some some listings, upcoming listings, uh, and current listings right after this on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. For real estate service you can count on, call the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team. For real estate advice you can trust, you listen to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Here's your host, Dan Jemis. Okay. So we're all going to go home and uh, start planning our solar... Uh, our solar yes. roofs. Pretty cool. Cool stuff, eh? Very informative. That's where it's going. I'm telling you, I've been following, I'm a news junkie, and solar has been the big talk for the last few months. Uh, well, it's been big talk for years, but the last few months, there's been a lot of things happening, um, you know, and it's going to be cool. Yeah, people just need to be educated yep. about it. Yep. Because um, myself included, I didn't know that much about it either. Yeah. And your big question, and I wanted to ask him this, this is what I forgot, was if you need to change your roof shingles. Uh, yeah, I don't uh, I don't know for sure. You mean like what you currently have on your roof? They'll go right over it. They'll go right over it. No, no, but what, what you... say you put the panels up yes. and, and five years or six years from now you need a new roof. Yeah. Well... I forgot to ask him that. Shingle over the panels. I don't know. Yeah. No. I don't know the one that the one that we sold there not too long ago. Yeah. It was covered within the if the the roof needed to be changed, it was covered within the their contract. And, That's how that was written. And out. I'm assuming your roof how. under your panels is going to last much longer because it's it's covered by panels, right? So I'm sure it'll be stronger. But it's a question we'll ask. Yeah. We'll clarify. But yeah, cool stuff. Cool stuff. Uh, okay, Kath, uh, some listings uh, you want to mention? A couple open houses happening this weekend as well? Yes, Court and, I have, a, Court and I have a couple open houses going Busy on today? too today. Yeah. Yep. We have one at uh, 965 Banwell. Everybody yes. loves East Windsor. That's a really nice raised ranch, about 1,250 square feet, plus a completely finished lower level. And the open house there today is from 2 to 4. Uh, so come on out and see me. I'm going to be at that one. Uh, the price is three fourteen nine, and uh, that one should go really quickly. And Court, do you want to talk about Cooper? Yeah, we've got fifty three Cooper Lane in Amherstburg. So nice uh, bungalow there, three oh, bedrooms. Cute house. Yes, very cute. Beautiful water views. Um, you walk in and great big beautiful beams and really open uh, open kitchen and stuff. So great little uh, great little place there. So come on out and check that out. I'll be there today from twelve to uh, two. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and you guys will be signing autographs and everything at your open houses. Maybe sure that that could be worked <laughs> into the plan. <laughs> uh, we have a great new listing out on Cedar Island. Yes, I didn't know that much about Cedar Island uh, until now, but what a neat little quiet private community. Yeah. So this house sits on Cedar Creek, and on the other side, right across, is Lake Erie. Uh, nice. Very quiet. Beautifully done, uh, clean as a whistle. It's got two boat slips. So anybody into boating is really going to like it. It's like a little hidden paradise out there. Fantastic. So uh, that's at 309. Uh, That's immediate possession. Yes. So anybody that loves nature on the one side and boating uh, or just wants a nice quiet, you could have it as a cottage or you Mm. could live there year round. It's really a cool place. So that's another one we have. And I just listed one on Gladstone. And that's uh, that could be a great income property because uh, you could rent all the bedrooms out to students, which is what the current seller does. Yes. And that's got uh, that's a two and a half story with four bedrooms and uh, a complete basement on a corner lot. That that's at one thirty nine. Mm, cool. So those are some new listings this week. Fantastic. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a busy couple of weeks with the team, and and uh, for January things are uh, things are moving. Yes, they are. People which are is, out there uh, looking like crazy and. It's uh, it's really good. Did you have any more you wanted to talk about? Yeah, Kurt? we have Cam Loops. Uh, oh, yes. yes. On Cam Loops today, twelve ninety seven. Uh, Cam Loops. So three, uh, three plus one bedrooms, two bathrooms, ranch style, about sixteen years old, and open house there today from uh, two thirty to four thirty. That's that's you again. That's me. Holy so I go from, We're from spreading Cooper ourselves and, out. <laughs> yeah, so so come and catch me if you can. Holy moly. It's like find Waldo. It's just find Waldo. Yeah, go find Waldo. Oh yes, and, and that one's listed at two ninety nine nine. Fantastic. So Kim's a great uh, That's great another area. very yes, sought after area. Great, so. Holy moly. There's not yeah. many not sought after areas uh inland Jurassic's uh no, this, that's uh, true. In this market, right? For but sure. It's fantastic. We're definitely seeing lots of listings popping up, which is great. And, it's great uh, to see the new listings. And, yes. And we have so many buyers. Oh my gosh, people, if you're thinking of selling, I don't care if you have a two bedroom bungalow or a 20 bedroom mansion. A shed. We have We have buyers for it yeah. in the county, in the city, in Lakeshore, in Amherstburg, in South Windsor. We have buyers lined up. So please uh, give us a shout if you're even thinking of it. We do free market evaluations. Yep. We'll come and give you tips on what to do and what not to do to make a couple extra bucks. And, uh, you know, any we, we offer that service as a, a service to our clients. We have 40 seconds. Want to go through your, all your whole list of buyers? <laughs> I'm John, Mary, Paul, yeah. Betty, Susan, James. <laughs> Holy moly. No, it's just as Kath said, if you are oh. thinking of uh, of uh, buying or selling, the Dan Gemma's team would absolutely love to help. And, uh, hey, you can meet Kath and Courtney and... And Sue John and Sean and, Sue and, yeah. and everybody in person. Everybody but Dan. And the rest of us are all out there. Yeah, I'm hiding. <laughs> You're hiding. I'm at too doobies. busy tiling at doobies. Yeah. <laughs> or dancing in your in your office at in the morning. Yes, you got it. I'm up at uh, five a.m. But that being said, I'm there at five a.m. But I'm usually I'm usually like to be gone by three thirty four ish to go pick up the kids off the bus. Yeah, that's the way it should way. be. Yeah. But so we'll see. All right, everybody. Always great having you. We will uh, see you again next week. Kath, we'll see you again in a couple months. Oh, thank you. Okay. Bye, everyone. Have a great weekend. Have a great week. You've been listening to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. If you thought about selling or buying a home in the future, the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team would love to help. Visit the team's website at danjemis.com or call the office seven days a week, 519-566-5565.